0: One of the interesting things I saw in the last weeks is that Apple just reduced the price that developers have to pay to Apple uh, for like selling apps. For small. Yeah, so small business. So everyone under $1 million per year from 30% to 15%. I really like the timing because it's just after, um, what's the name?
1: Fortnite. Yeah, Fortnite is the game epic is the Uh, company
0: so after uh, epic uh, sued them for anti what's the word anti-competitive practices pretty interesting and i'm sad that it took that for them to do that move and i just read like their press release and they're just selling it under like oh pandemic it's a hard time
1: we should reduce this to help people so sure yeah well maybe i don't know probably not but no. What, uh, what I find is that uh, it's funny how Apple is turning itself into its own little government and that now it has like a marginal tax rate <laughs> for all of its <laughs> all of its citizens. Um <laughs> well, yeah. if you make a lot of money, you have to pay more. <laughs> the tax man is gonna come collect.
0: Yeah, it's kinda cool, huh? That was that was all. I just found this interesting. And it was about time for them to do something like that.
1: So the argument to not being a monopoly <laughs> is to encourage innovation, basically. It's funny how this this right. really is um, analogous to government that like there are like conservatives out there that will be like, oh, I want fewer taxes and it'll attract more business and it'll ta- attract more people and more people will be able to see- succeed because of it. But then there are like more liberal or more socialist type policies where they're like, but 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 wait 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 if we collect taxes then we can offer you more and like do more for you and like we can vet things for you and we can provide a safer space it's strange how it's like the the real political struggle um, but in a different dimension
0: yeah one of the thing that bothers me with the anti competitive argument which i'm not saying i am against but just bothers me is that when you're not a big company, the goal is to be as much anti-competitive as you can. But once you're a big company, you're not allowed to say that you're anti-competitive. It's like...
1: Well, because that, that's like the defi- definition of monopoly, right? It's like... Yeah, but you...
0: it's super weird in the capitalistic society where the goal is, is to, be, to do that. But once you succeed, now you're not allowed to do it. It's like...
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. Well, I don't know. It's like, I don't know if it's really the goal. I think it's it's more just about like equal opportunity. Yeah, but um,
0: if you have a company and you're trying to, get, trying to get investors, that's what you need to present. It's like why you will dominate the market, why you're yeah. the best. Yeah. So like that's what we are trying to achieve.
1: Yeah, I guess it's until you get big enough that you compromise the ability for others mm-hmm. to do that, right? So yeah. Um, so, you need
0: to sell a plan, but as soon as you reach your plan, you need to change your plan. <laughs>
1: <laughs> cool. So, I think that's our intro.
0: <laughs> You're listening to a new episode of Randomly Typed. I'm JS. Hi, JS. I'm Lance. Hi, Lance. You didn't tell me what we are talking about today. So,
1: no. So, this me. one was very impromptu. Do you like stories, JS?
0: <laughs> depends are they interesting
1: have you heard of the two generals problem before yes do you know about it or have you just heard the name
0: uh like if it was an exam question i think i could try to do, say something
1: <laughs> <laughs> are you saying i'm not worth the effort <laughs> no
0: i'm I saying i could try to fake it if you want
1: all right so i think that's what we're going to talk about today oh, okay. Um, just because, so the two generals problem is a, um, a model for thinking about distributed systems. And it's in the form of a metaphor, I guess. It's it, like this really is just like tells the story to illustrate how um, difficult distributed systems are, I guess. So let me let me paint a picture for you. <laughs> Please do. Imagine mm. that there is a great big majestic castle in a glorious setting. It sits in the middle of a valley between two mountains on each of the the peaks of these mountains, there's an army and this army represents the nation of podcastia. (laughs) So are we the bad guys here? So podcastia is not a peaceful nation. Nice. Their, their goal is world domination. And so from, from the peak of these Hills, they see this beautiful castle with a population there living there and they would like to control that they would like to take over that nation i mean that excuse me not nation well i mean controlled by an enemy state let's say the thing is that they're constrained to being on these two hills and in the middle of the valley there's this this castle they would like to take over they've discovered that the only way to communicate between these two armies of the same nation is to send a messenger through the valley like in enemy territory And come out the other side, climb up the hill, and and tell the other general at the other army. So now these two generals that uh, represent the nation of Podcastia, but in two different armies on two different hills, they must launch a a coordinated attack um, on this castle if they hope to win. They've made that calculation. They say, we we both must take this castle together. Because if either one of us attacks alone, they'll overcome us and we, we, we won't be able to... (laughs) <laughs> very unfortunately in a very grim warlike scenario i'm sorry for for the way it is <laughs> but it, it this is just the example to take over this castle this sounds like a really relatively easy thing to do right like there's got to be a way to just communicate and and figure out like when they should both attack right
0: well it's easy just attack at midnight
1: so can you imagine a way to like so like, how would you do that then
0: uh, predefined those variables <laughs> before <laughs> reaching the peaks.
1: So assuming you could not do such a thing, you had to communicate while you're on the peaks. Like what would your first approach be?
0: Let's say we are on the peak A. I would send a message to the peak B to say, let's attack uh, tomorrow at midnight.
1: <laughs> so you're right. Like that—that that is um, part of the strategy. I guess maybe we can break it down now. But the goal here is to... Find a way, find a strategy to be able to agree on a time and be certain that you'll win in every case. So I'm going to spoil it right now and say that this is an unsolvable problem with the current constraints. This cannot be solved.
0: Here, the problem is that the messenger can be killed
1: and you don't necessarily know. That's the crux of it. If you send a messenger, you know you sent it, right? Like, So (laughs) if you're general A if you send a messenger, you're aware of that state. The thing is, you don't know whether that messenger made it to the other hill or not. And so it's unclear whether General B has received that message or not, if that messenger doesn't come back. Mm-hmm. And so there's a, there's this partial hidden state that you don't know for General 1, but also, similarly, for General 2, if General 1... Uh, sorry, I keep saying 1 instead of A and B. Let's stick to A and B. So if There's a hidden state for general A, but for general B as well, if they never received the messenger, then they would never know to attack at that time.
0: Right. And if they were to send back the messenger with like, hey, we're okay with that and we'll attack that time, it could get captured again.
1: Right. Okay. So let's, let's model this. Um, So I guess the crux of it is if A sends a messenger to B and B sends an acknowledgement, but the acknowledgement never arrives back to A. From the perspective of A, it's as if they only sent the message and did not receive a response. So they they have no idea.
0: And yeah, from their perspective, there's like three scenarios: like was got capture on the way, uh, they decide to not send back an answer, or got capture on the way back, right? But they cannot know which one is that.
1: Yeah, so it we're is. gonna assume that both generals are cooperative, and that like if they get a message, like it's in their best interest to send one back. Um, okay. So like so- let's assume they both have the same goals, and um, that the second one you described there, like of them just like ignoring you, is <laughs> it's not gonna happen.
0: So it's just the communi- like sending the message that could fail
1: here. Yeah, and so basically, if you send a message and you don't get one back. You have no way of knowing whether the other person actually received that message or not. Mm-hmm. So now let's now that we know a bit more about our system. Let's try to find a strategy with a guaranteed way to win this. Um, even though we know that we can't, because I told you, because I spoiled it. I
0: have a solution.
1: You do? Yes. Please describe it to me.
0: If you do like smoke signal, they can't be <laughs> captured.
1: So that's outside the scope <laughs> of the problem. Uh, also, like telescopes. Can't do that, <laughs> <laughs> or like uh, like radio. Radio, uh, uh, what do you call it, the walkie talkies? <laughs> Can't do that. Oh, okay. <laughs> the only way is through the valley. Okay. 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 So, given these constraints, you you have two strategies, right? Like in order to try to win this 100 of the time, given that we don't know when you send a message, whether it's been received or not, as a particular general, let's say General A. You have two strategies. Either you attack whether you don't get a whether you get a confirmation or not. Okay. Always.
0: So you say like let's attack at midnight tomorrow and even if I don't get an answer back I do the attack.
1: Right. So I think okay. this one's like pretty clear that you can never guarantee that it'll always work because the messenger could have gotten lost before it reached. Right. Uh, general B.
0: But your success rate is equal to the inverse of your error rate.
1: Right. Okay. So it is, but remember this strategy is guaranteeing. It's not right. about um like probability, oh, okay. but like
0: it's just yes or no. It's all just the time.
1: always know whether you will be whether there exists a way to mm-hmm. find out whether you can definitively attack at the same time. Right. So now we know that always attacking without confirmation cannot guarantee you this. Like by this this property that the valley can. Is not reliable. (laughs) Like the messenger might not make it.
0: The value might drop
1: some packets. (laughs) (laughs) The value might drop some packets. (laughs) Exactly. Foreshadowing. Um, (laughs) uh, So so we know this strategy um, doesn't work. Since we don't know whether they got it or not, and we can't attack without confirmation, then the only other option we have is to always wait for an Mm acknowledgement. Do you see an issue there?
0: Yeah, because here general b has the same constraint so both can never attack so this means that the
1: castle won by default so sometimes the castle wins but but yeah so if you're general a and your strategy is always to wait for an acknowledgement back now general b uh let's assume the messenger does get there and general b needs to send the acknowledgement General B is now in the exact same position as general A was before they sent that message where they need to get a message across and they don't know whether their message will or not. So they can't attack without confirmation because we know that that doesn't work. So they have no choice but to wait for an acknowledgement from the general A now.
0: So you get like a ping pong of acknowledgements.
1: So you must have like us, yes, like an infinite series. The, the only way to, to, to solve this is to resolve an infinite series of acknowledgements. <laughs> nice. So now we know that this is not solvable with the current constraints. But you might say, Lance, how do computer systems, how does the internet work then? Like the internet works. Like I, I type, my, I type a, a, a URI into my address bar and it gives me things and that talks to a bunch of things along the way. So how does this work? So it seems like we're able to do uh, even if we're not to to do fine even if we're not able to solve this problem
0: i actually don't remember the answer here but is it possible that we don't care that we cannot always find a solution and we just hope for the best
1: so the way to mitigate this constraint is to give up yeah and accept that your communications channel cannot be trusted and that you can never gain a true shared acknowledgement across these separate entities
0: but now i'm confused because in my mind when we talk about tcp we talk about a stream that we know will always reach the other side so was that a lie
1: well no it's uh, it's not that it always will because sometimes like streams unexpectedly terminate or things the the thing is that like we we normally manage but we just manage without the guarantee that it will always work So some ways to mitigate this and to make this work almost all the time, there's a few ways. One way is to send a bunch of acts. So every time you're if you're General A, you can send like 300 messengers, and if 298 show up at at General B's hill, then General B can send 300 messengers back and like basically play the game. Like you could get like probabilistic certainty. Yeah.
0: So you play the odds.
1: Yeah, but you, you can never be absolute. It'll increase your your chance of mm-hmm. success, but you'll never guarantee it this way. Right.
0: So here your success rate is like trending toward 100%.
1: Yes, that's right. Another, another way is... Okay, let's say I'm, I'm general A, and we know that it takes about 30 minutes for a messenger to go through the valley. With that information, can you general B deduce anything?
0: Yo, that's a good one. Because if you calculate... The duration multiplied by two plus the calculation time on the other side, so like the time that B accepts and sends back. If you exceed that window, travel time, accept time, travel time. If you exceed that, you kind of know that something went wrong.
1: Well, you don't know; it might just be really late. Like maybe they took a, a, right. a nap, or maybe the messenger took ate a meal. But you're right that that's it. That basically the absence the longer you wait for an acknowledgement without getting one increases the probability that you will not get one. Oh, that's cool. But you can never be certain, right? Mm -hmm. And so the last mitigation that I have here is (laughs) basically like work around the problem by changing the constraints and adding like (laughs) layers on top of this. So oftentimes when you want to do this, you can try to make your, Application idempotent, in that if you want to try to perform an action, you can give it some kind of key and associate your action with this key and make it retriable.
0: Right. So idempotent means that an action can always be retried.
1: Yes, that's right. So is always retriable. Yeah, um, and that you can, and that way you can. But it also gives you a way to associate like multiple repetitions of a thing to the same intent.
0: Right. So you won't order ten thousand pizzas if your order is idempotent.
1: So exactly, you won't order ten thousand pizzas. The thing is that like it only works in certain scenarios where you're one able to retry a thing. You're not mm-hmm. always able to do that, or you're able to like roll back if you realize that like like if if you just try retry ten times and it's not working. Then you're able to roll back into a safe state, or, or or something like that. So it's it's kind of just like adding an extra layer on top of this problem. But usually, this is how you 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 fix this.
0: And in our castled scenario, do we have some item potent way of doing that, or is not um, really representable I in real thought life?
1: About it, but even still, like even if you use an item potency key, you might just never you might try sending a million messengers and never get a response back.
0: Why is the item potent? thing here is interesting then
1: i mean so the thing is that it's not interesting because it still doesn't solve this problem but this is a way that most people deal (laughs) with the harsh reality that you can never guarantee this and that you just make some things never guaranteed to work and just retry them all the time
0: all right so you don't fix the error problem you just make it make sure that you can try it again if there's an error
1: that's right Uh, and and or just give up if the error persists.
0: Right. Well, I guess give up is always an option in every scenario,
1: right? Well, no. Well, so, yes, yeah, so it is, but it doesn't help. If, if we're talking in terms of generals, problem, goal, mm-hmm. like it doesn't help you form a strategy to always win mm-hmm. if you give up. Right. So that's the two generals problem. And it's sort of like a, a thought experiment into distributed systems. There's also another one that I'm not going to cover this time, but that I'll maybe tease for next time. And it's a little similar. It's it's it, it's got the the general theme going, and it it it, it is a, a little similar. It's sort of an extension to this. Is it the um, chopstick one? It's called. Uh, no, that is not the chopstick one. That's for uh, locking and concurrency okay. prim- primitives and stuff. What is that called? I totally know what you're talking about, though. Where there's like chopsticks for different, like I think it's monks all around a table yeah, trying to like eat that. rice. And yeah. that you have to make sure you end up with a fair system. Anyway, that's that's a separate topic. It's called the Byzantine generals problem.
0: Oh, generals again.
1: Yeah, so this, this one is... I'm just going to tease it, but basically retry this entire problem. But the generals... One of the generals could just lie. So also, you could extend this to more hills and more generals. But what if you're dealing with someone who is not trustworthy and says, when mm. you send a message, attack at midnight they actually say attack at noon instead in the purposeful untrustworthy way to to spite you how do you deal with such a thing
0: and here the goal would be to optimize not dying
1: yeah how can you, is there a way that you can guarantee that you will still win the thing is oh, that guarantee some, so there are there are some extra constraints that I'm not talking about here okay because this relates to sort of like consensus like in this case yeah, you right. you you can't like It's if you have like a majority of generals, you can overtake the castle or something like that. Um, But we'll talk about that a separate time because it's an, it's an ext it's, it's an extension to this one, but it's not directly related.
0: Okay. So with this episode, are you saying that we are starting our series on um, distributed systems?
1: We already did a a series on, did we do a, (laughs) we did an introduction to distributed systems. Okay. Let, Let me go see on our website first. We definitely talked about distributed systems before.
0: Randomlytype.com if you want to see, you know, our things.
1: Check out our fancy Jekyll.
0: Oh, okay. We did distributed system introduction. So I guess we need to go further. Right?
1: <laughs> we could. We could do like consensus protocols next.
0: Yeah, I really like those subjects. That'll be fun.
1: Cool. Let's do it.
0: And by next we mean at some point when we should <laughs> yeah. <sort of> like
1: <laughs> you treat everything we say with a grain of salt. <laughs> yeah. All I'm right. not legally liable for your your distributed systems failures, no.
0: <laughs> and I'm still reading my uh, image processing uh, book. Yeah. So at some point we'll talk about it.
1: Oh, that sounds great! Can't wait. Cool. Well, thank you, JS, for accompanying me on this journey to overtake a castle violently and extremely sadly.
0: Honestly, you could just uh, change the words and m- make it like less sad.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know, <laughs> but but that's what the problem statement is. So you know, I, I don't want to. T- make it talk about like i don't know like hugging a unicorn or or something like i mean that'd be good yeah
0: you can just hug the unicorn if you're the two at the same time yeah well i
1: mean what if there's like there's yeah exactly (laughs) how can you guarantee that you both hug the unicorn at the same time
0: well thank you lens for doing all the work i love those
1: (laughs) (laughs) absolutely all right see you soon take care Bye. This podcast is both free and free, as it's distributed under the Creative Commons.
0: You can contact us and find show notes on our website, randomlytyped.com.
1: The intro music is by Vansky. Thank you, Vansky. And thank you, listener, for indulging us.